What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. What's going on? Derek, this is going to be an off-the-rails interview, but we are here in our studio, and we are excited for round two with Addies. So do you want to introduce yourself to those who may not have seen round one? Yeah, so uh, my name's Tyler Malone, manager and buyer over at Addies Wine and Spirits. Um, my family owns Addies, and they also own Lexi's Wine and Spirits over in Getzville. Uh, if you guys don't know Addies, then you haven't watched this podcast before. Very true. Uh, but I do want to say one thing. A special shout out to my beautiful son and beautiful girlfriend, <laughs> Julie, and uh, new baby, Gianni. And a shout out to Zach and Jordan. You guys just had your baby today. So congratulations. I, uh, is it Henry Robert Robinson? Uh, beautiful baby. And uh, can't wait to meet him. Um, but yeah, so I'm a manager, buyer. And new dad and the idiot that decided to be president of our condo HOA. So uh, I'm just a nice and yeah. uh, relaxed right now, huh? And more importantly than even Gianni, sponsor of the Buffalo Happy Hour podcast. This is true. <laughs> He's also a Patriots fan. The Full. biggest Patriots fan this side of New York. Actually, in all of New York. Honestly, you're probably not wrong. That's for damn sure. I only know one other Patriots fan. But he lives My in Rochester. Dad? He lives oh. in Rochester. I didn't know your dad was a Patriots fan. He's from Boston. Well, yeah, but still, like, we don't talk about that. Yeah. We talk about business. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much just makes sure you're okay. That's mm-hmm. the um, that's all we talk about. I'm like, yep. is Tyler okay? I don't know. I'm worried about him. Yep. Yeah. He says that, and then yeah, it's always fun. Uh, but yeah, man, thanks for being on. This yeah. is exciting. For, um, there's been a lot that's out. transpired since round one. Yeah. So Mike's learned new words. That's one of them. Transpired. Whoa. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> the uh, I I actually used pontificate the other day, and people looked at me like, "What just fell out of your word hole?" Yeah. They're like, "Who who is talking right now?" Yeah. That that was up there. Uh, so, anyways, lots happened since round one, and we've, as we say, continued our partnership with yep. Addies. So that's, that's super exciting, and now we're kind of branching out into. Uh, 
into different tastings, which is going to essentially set us up for whatever is about to transpire in the next probably hour and a half. You're going to so, use that like seven more times this episode transpire. Can't, can't wait. Did this I say it again? <laughs> you didn't even know it? No, Incredible. not at all. Damn. Incredible. Yeah. So, so Tyler, what has transpired? I take, well, first of all, take a drink every time he says transpired. Yeah, oh, right? Jesus. We're going to be hammered there's, real soon. There's a hole in my glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I've said it too many times. I'm just going to not talk. Yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> you're, you're the best talker ever. You need more whiskey. You know what you this need. is going to be? This is going to be like the... I'm going to fall asleep after throwing up on the side of the table, the Rogan thing. Oh, um, yeah, the Protect Our Parks. Protect Our Parks. Yeah. That's what this is going to turn into. Sounds great. It's going to be an Addie's Buffalo Happy Hour Protect Our Parks. <laughs> well, if you can't see, because we're these are placed just outside camera view, we got five different things in front of us, too, that Tyler wants us to try today. Mm-hmm. All right, sweet. So Seriously? this is going to be work. a disaster. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's great. But what, what, honestly, what has been going on? So you were on about, what, a year and a half ago at this point? Yeah. Two years ago? Yeah. Just during Two COVID, years ago? So. Yeah, yeah, it was during COVID. Jesus. Like actual COVID, not not this bullshit part that we're at now. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it had to be about a year and a half. Uh, we just started doing uh, like virtual seminars and getting into that game. Uh, so it was myself, Jim, and then our events manager, Rachel. Uh, we've just kind of were trying to figure it out. Now we're shipping out. Like today, before I left, we were just wrapping about 300, 400 packages for just one event. I would probably say that we've got about four or five other ones this week that we have to ship out and then uh, keep going forward for the rest of the year. We're probably over at about 30 or 40. Mm. Uh, it's bananas. Probably say all together for the whole year, we're, we're at well over 200. That we've done. Events? Yeah. Wow. Uh, virtual events. Yeah, uh, I guess we can also include public ones, but uh, the, the the virtual ones are where it's just been crazy. Um, it's completely changed how we run a business. Uh, we still do the public ones. As I think you guys interviewed Kristen with uh, Meet and Eat mm-hmm. Charcuterie. She's great. Uh, shout out Kristen. Um, we've been partnering with her doing all these charcuterie events in the store, and they're a huge hit. But... I mean, we do them online, and it goes from 50 people to 200 people, 100 people, whatever it is, and we're just crushing through it. Um, we're able to do products such as these, uh, plus wines, and we have our son Jim teaching it, and I've been able to take a step back, and Rachel's just been killing it, uh, running the events and, and seminars, so you know, without her, I don't know what we would be able to do, that's for damn sure. Um, I help out a little bit with that, but I'm more doing just the uh, class with you guys. Mm-hmm. We just went to Boston, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And, um, yeah, I mean, we're just – things have changed in over a year and a half, but definitely for the better. So, really, when did those events start taking off? Was it because of COVID or was it kind of ramping up because of that? Yeah, so it started out uh, because of COVID, and then it slowly and slowly snowballed. And then all of a sudden about – Two weeks after your interview, three weeks after your interview, sure, we'll say it's because of the interview. Uh, but uh, See, we do have wide reach. You're right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I would say about a month or so after the interview, it really started to take shape as to what it is now. And we're continuously progressing and changing and, you know, how we go about it. Uh, we've got it down to a science on exactly how to ship everything out. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we're using FedEx, we're using UPS, uh, and shipping only to states that we can ship to legally. And uh, we want to emphasize that part. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, we're doing a, we're just, I would probably say about the past month or so, we it's really taken off, which is the time of the year, you know, when you have all these major companies, M&T, Ingram, um, Converge, all these other cybersecurity companies are really our biggest partners here. And the customers are loving it, or their customers are loving it, which means that they're loving it, mm-hmm. which then means that they're willing to just give us all the money that they that they have to uh, do these events. I'm loving it. And provide your expertise on it, too. So, like, of course. When, when you're doing these events, are they mostly wine, or are they getting into more of spirits? Because uh, I feel like people are still intimidated by spirits. Yes and no. Like, actually, right now, uh, Hopper and Rachel are doing a – that's why we're we're here – uh, because Hopper and Rachel are doing a class or two classes back to back over at uh, at Addie's, mm. and um, they're doing a mixology class with a couple of the Clonic Kill Two lines. I don't even know anymore. Um, that's what I'm saying at the, this point. You know, someone asked me, "Hey, what are we shipping on?" I don't, I don't even know. Um, we're doing so many different different events with all these mm. different products, but I would probably say it's pretty split. Mm. Um, maybe. Maybe if anything, it's uh, edged to spirits, but that's just because you can do the mixology aspect mm-hmm. of it versus wine, where it's just here are the four wines, five wines, whatever you pick out, and you're stuck with them. Sure. You know where you have a whiskey, you know you can go right here, you taste it, and then you can talk about how to mix it. You can, as you know, you and I are doing later, mm-hmm. uh, blending it. We can go in depth as to the whole process of it. So I think there's a little bit more versatility to it versus the wines, which. You know, is is still fun to do, and Jim does an incredible job. He's at this point, he's got to be nationally known. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think it's just because it's more one dimensional for the wines. People are kind of doing them, but there's a lot more to do with the with the spirits. Yeah, I think a lot of it too is wine is safe, right? <clears throat> sure. Like, and when it comes to the different skews, I guess for this sake of conversation, right. wine is so bulletproof that it's like it is what it is like yeah. oh it's a dry red like understood and the audience knows well enough to understand what that actually means whereas with whiskey most people still don't really understand all the differences and intricacies that make it up they so do. yeah so it's just it's this massive push to not only like they're seeking to understand but they're having so much fun with it yeah but they're also still trying to figure out what proof point fits them because they don't know their tolerance for whiskey right so there's that fun game too but the other thing that I think is exciting within our state specifically for those out of state for New York is we're trying to figure out how to ship whiskey nationally as you can with wine with spirits because you can't legally do that of course. Correct. You can't currently, you can't legally do it. Legally. Legally. Except there's so many different people in the industry pushing legislation to actually get something in place so that we can do it, which is going to open so yep. many doors and revenue. It's like guys, you're literally I mean, when you look at globally, like tequila is the number one spirit. Yep. And then second is whiskey, like as a broad umbrella yep. term. Is it not vodka? Really? I was going to it say it's probably vodka, right? I would think vodka is probably number one. I, I don't. I really Over don't tequila? Know. I, I think I did read that tequila is number one, but I think it's a yeah. clear liquid is okay. number two. I think whiskey's still down there, dude. I don't think that which, a lot of people are drinking whiskey right now. It doesn't matter if it has so any an, or not. It, it's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, as an umbrella, which is frustrating because if you open that up, for across state lines, it's going to essentially send it into a different stratosphere. And there's yeah. so much revenue that the country can utilize that they're not just because of a ridiculous bylaw. 
Yeah. I mean, I, 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 it's going to be interesting to see how, how it all plays out with how COVID's changed and how everyone's doing a lot of stuff at home anyways. And how if you look the stock for UPS and FedEx and all those shipping companies have exploded. To the moon. Right. You know, and then you have these companies that they do wine shipping. And I don't know what the laws are with with, with spirits because I know there's like distillery laws and like you can ship if you're a distillery to – depending on the state, you know, you can ship it to a consumer or you can ship it directly to a retailer or a wholesaler, but that's it. So – you know, they need to get some sort of parity across the board, which there never will be, because legally, if if you look into it, uh, the, the drinking age isn't even a national thing. It's a state-by-state law. Mm-hmm. Granted, they just lose a lot of funding if you change it from 21 to, let's say, 18, mm-hmm. right? So uh, spirits and wine as a whole category is going to be drastically changed because of the shipping aspect, but there's going to be no sense of urgency from these from these states because they want to keep everything in-house so they got to find a way to be able to tax uh like so let's say we ship into new hampshire right so they got it so they're a control state which means that the government you know controls everything that's in and out um we can ship in to anybody that lives there outside of a i think one dry county but we can ship into there and then we have to pay them is it ten percent per transaction, and then we got to ship or send them like an invoice for every month of what we what we send out with the names, addresses, and oh my god, to the state or to each county, to the state. Okay, which we That's don't still like, annoying. Which we don't like uh, because one, it's a lot of extra work. Uh, two, and most importantly, it's I don't like sh- sending the state. Hey, you know you have. You know, Joe Schmo over there at, at 123 Main Street that's, you know, buying all this booze every week mm-hmm. or every month or whatever. It's like, you know, they're – anyways, not, not not to get too into, no, uh, yeah. you know, the invasiveness of that, but um, – It's a thing, though. It's a thing, yeah. You know, I, I don't know exactly to how to word it, how, you know, how ridiculous that is. But, mm-hmm. you know, each state has their own things um, for them. It's fine. But then, you know, you look at Florida – Probably the best state, best governor in the country. Uh, <laughs> uh, we we ship down there. They don't give a shit. You know, yeah. we ship it to them, and all they ask is that we don't break it. You know, because then if we break it, we have to reship it down there. But they don't get any. I think it's stuff from UPS. Like the UPS sh- pays them some fee or something. So if Mister Jones on one two three ABC Street is buying sixty cases of double oaked. The governor's like rock and roll. Yep. Like we don't care at all. Exactly, That's hysterical. Right? Gotta love Ronnie, right? <laughs> Gotta love Ronnie. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, do your sessions, your, your like seminars and everything, do they include people from all over the country? Yep. Oh, uh, I think we've officially shipped to all fifty states. Nice. Um, I know personally, I have shipped uh, stuff to Alaska and Hawaii, and if we can't legal ship it, we only shipped like. Wine glasses or there you go. koozies or something like that. Yeah, because you need something to drink out of. Of course, they right? get their own wine, but right, you tell exactly. them, yeah. Sure, maybe the exact same thing, but you know, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, but uh, you know, we, we shipped uh, across the country, and we get people that are coming that are calling in from Canada, right? So they're pitching a cla- uh, you know, their products. They're you know, hey, buy this, you know, and this is why they have a whole presentation. It's super nerdy stuff, right up Derek's alley. Mm-hmm. And then we have our fun stuff of the booze that, 
you know, we have like Hopper come on or we have uh, Jim or Sam come in or, or I'm on and, you know, we're teaching the class about it. And then depending on how they want to run it, they do the next class or the next uh, uh, the next product will be after, you know, Brian out in Dallas, Texas. And he's pitching his stuff as to why, you know, everybody should buy this. And everyone's just like, like that, texting. Oh, the booze are back on? All right, awesome. So Hopper comes back on or I come back on, whatever. You know, so we have people coming in, whether they're attending it just for the booze or they're attending it to actually pitch their product. They're all over the country. And like I said, you know, even Canada um, is getting involved in that. Now, we're not shipping to Canada at all. And... I guess we can, but it's a whole headache and far too expensive. Sure. Uh, but they're getting what we do is we get a product that you know, let's say, uh, like Tito's, right? Tito's is up in Canada, so anybody can go to the LCB, oh, what, whatever it's called, yeah, like duty free, yeah, whatever mm-hmm. it is, or like one of the uh, the country stores, and they buy a, buy a bottle of Tito's. Then we do the class there. But uh, other than that, we're really shipping out, doing whatever we want to do. And people are calling in from all over. Um, we actually did have somebody from India, ironically oh, enough. Oh, that's cool. Um, they, were, they asked if we can do an IPA beer. We said, well, we can't do any beer. So we said the next best thing we can do is an IPA barrel, uh, barrel finish. So <laughs> we did. Um, Southern Deer? Southern, no, it was a Clown Akilty Deer. Oh, Bible. yeah, yeah. So we did that for the class. We told everybody about it, and we shipped it out, and that was a huge hit. And then the guy was loving it, and then he he actually flew in from India to New York City, and then we shipped it to him, and he was having a blast. Oh, sweet. So, but yeah, so we're getting people from all over the country and all over the world now. How do people get involved with that, though? Like, it, it doesn't have to be through their company hosting it. So uh, it could be like M&T, for example. Um you know, so you have a cybersecurity company, right? They're, it's kind of like a timeshare, actually. So everyone goes to these timeshare events. They don't care. They're just there for the free TV, right? Mm-hmm. And then in this case, it's it's the booze. And then the timeshare company, they're, they're pitching everything, whatever. You're just like there, whatever, waiting, listening to it. And then you do the booze. Now, there's obviously some people that want to listen to it, and they do learn a lot about it. Um, but it's... I don't know. It starts with like one big company, and then they're selling whatever product is. They're partnering up with um, another, with like a supplier, right? And then they work together at, to sell it to M&T, mm-hmm. to sell it to Frank's Basement, you know, because I'm sure you guys would definitely be involved in cybersecurity. Absolutely. But- <laughs> There's a ton there. Ton of opportunity. <laughs> right. So much. Right. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's a pretty complex as to how it goes, but... Um, that's not our worry. Our worry is getting the best booze into the people's hands and have, giving them the best time that they can ask for. And now when they get into, or when you get into the differences between like a wine tasting, getting Jim involved or <clears throat> a whiskey tasting with Clonic Hill to where you're blending stuff. Or Buffalo Happy Hour. Or Buffalo Happy Hour. How do you get into that, um, delineation between those two types of product? Is that something that the company says that we yep. wanted? Okay. It's it's really that simple. They just say, hey, we want to do a whiskey tasting or, hey, we want to do a wine tasting. Oh, it's easy. And then from there, when it comes to the product that we do, that comes down to their budget. So they say, hey, we have a $10,000 budget for 50 people mm-hmm. or we have a $10,000 budget for 500 people. And then we have to pick out products and packages that fit accordingly. 
and they just give us the Amex Black, they give us a check, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's really that simple. They We give them full control, and then we say, you choose what you want, you give us a budget, and then we will pick out the products that work. So we do products that we love, that we're passionate about, that we have close relationships with, such as Hopper and Klein Kill Tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and Peter and El- and Elsie over at yep. uh, Clyde Mays. We're going to start doing a lot with them. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just about relationships there, and that's how we're getting the to do particular products. With the wine, it's basically whatever Jim and I pick out that we know would fit a theme because we say, all right, you want, or they say, you want to do wine? We say, all right, do you want to do a Thanksgiving? Like this time of year, we we'll sure. do Thanksgiving. You want to do Christmas theme. You want to do cookie pairing, whatever the case may be. And then they pick something out. And then Jim and I pick out wines that work for that and fit the budget. Sure. That's pretty cool. So do you want to jump into our event that we did and just kind of explain? In Boston? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a cybersecurity company was working with Addies and Atlantic they, Data Security. Atlantic Data Security. Yep. And they were uh, they reached out to Addies that they wanted to do a whiskey tasting. And in this case, it ended up being in Boston. Tyler reached out to us and said, hey, they want to do a professional whiskey tasting. You guys are the whiskey guys. Do you want to come in and work with us on it? Obviously, Derek and I jumped and said, yeah, how high? So we uh, ended up making it all work with logistics, and we swung out to Boston and did a professional whiskey tasting based off of their budget with the products that the three of us essentially uh, discussed. And then they ended up tweaking it slightly uh, just for their own uh, like tasting benefits essentially so then when we got there we're just like all right rock and roll we did the pouring and then we worked with them within their presentation that they were having uh where the one gentleman talked about uh cybersecurity, we talked about booze and then back and forth it went until the event was over with but it was a super good time and it was really really uh beneficial to the guests because they picked up two different industry fun facts, but then also got a full brief on each different product within the lineup, and they got to taste it, rate it, and uh, it was a back-and-forth dialogue, really. So it was just a, it was a good time. Mm-hmm. It was a good night. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's cool to see how these events have gone from virtual to now in-person, but I guess uh, national in a way, right? You know, So we're actually going to physical locations and traveling, and then decided to bring you guys on. I'm like, you know what? Let's, uh, inst- so it worked out for me because my cousin Steve was getting married out there. And then it, this was the day before the wedding. So it worked out perfect. But I'm like, you know what? It's much better to have multiple people doing an event such as this because I can give you all this information about, you know, product A, product B, product C. But, you know, I only know so much. And then, you know, Derek can talk about his love for scotch and, then Derek and, or uh, Mike can talk about, you know, this rye whiskey and why is this rye different from this from your typical bullet rye, you know. And then you bounce things off of each other. You get the comic relief. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, you guys are talking. I'm out talking. to Everybody else answering some questions, and uh, you know, it, it just works better that way. So it, these are events that we can do by ourselves, but the experience is so much better when you have multiple people. Mm-hmm. As as I've learned just by doing these seminars with Jim, you know, these wine ones, or doing them with three chord, doing them with uh, clonic killer tea, mm-hmm. et cetera. So they're just more fun to do them with more people. As stupid as it sounds to get three people to do one event like this, I mean, you guys can speak for yourselves, but I mean, I think the event was a lot better by 
having the three of us kind of working together. Oh, it flowed so yeah. much better. Yep. Well, th- then you don't have the pressure of trying to do everything yourself. Mm-hmm. Like there's that whole, let me pass it to you so you can talk about this, and then you pass it back to me. So it's more of a conversation. Right. I feel like if you have one person up there just spatting at you, it's more of a lecture. Whereas if you have three people up there talking with each other and talking with you, it's more of an interactive conversation rather than just a sit down, shut up, drink the whiskey, and listen to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. All right. Speaking of drinking the whiskey, what do you guys want to do first? Oh, Jesus. We can't go to the wine <clears throat> now. Our parents are already toast after that Aberlour. Yeah, right. The Cascom. Cascom. Do you want to go right to the Tommy Rotter gin? Because that's a... Yeah. It, how, like, what does this taste? So this is a single barrel that I'm you guys did? i tell you what it tastes like. That's what you guys have to do, right? Oh, man. All right, so okay, we're, so we're, we're basically... starting with a gin. We went from scotch, now we're going to gin. Yeah, so what we're well, doing here is, gin. yeah, we are doing a interview, obviously, with Addie's, and we're going to be sprinkling in some Wednesday whiskey reviews for you guys I'm that will be posted over. separately. So, yeah, yep. it'll be fun. So this is a single barrel Addie's partnership with Tommy Rodder Gin. Um, it is aged in bourbon barrels. Do you know what? It, was it their own bourbon barrels? Sure. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I, I truly don't know. She's, she's um, taking those know. heavy pours, too. He's going to be sleeping on the ground. This is Protector Parks. He's He's Ari Shafir right now, and you and I are Shane Gillis. (laughs) This is going to be a riot. So I'm going to ask you guys, while you're pouring that. Absolutely. When the hell are you going to actually update this uh, season three? I literally say it every time I walk in the room. I'm just like, today's the day. And then I never do. It's on my list. I watch every single one. I'm waiting one day. I'm going to see. I know. You would make a fan around me about it. 10 BBG. Is that Buffalo Bourbon Group? Sure. So, remember gin, not bourbon. Now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. Uh, but what's interesting about this, and, and they have a regular bourbon barrel gin that I fell in love with actually a while, a, f- a couple years ago, and then that's what decided us to do this. Um, Dude, there's, is that ginger? These are virgin American white oak, so these haven't been used before. Yeah, you sure. smell that? Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of ginger and anise. Remember, it's a gin. Yeah. Yeah, but that punches you in the face, dude. Yep. But then what's cool is right on the nose, you're getting gin and a little yeah. bit of brown sugar. Yeah. But then when you taste it, you forget it's gin. Really? I swear. I swear on Tom Brady. <sighs> well, he's not doing much right now, so. Literally. Just so- kidding. I swear on Bailey Zappy. There you go. Zap, zap. <laughs> zap attack. Woo! Mm. That warms you up, bro. Mm-hmm. That sent a little zinger through me. What's the uh, proof on that? That that ginger stays. It does. That's man. a very interesting taste for a gin. It's 122 proof. Yeeks. Oh <laughs> yeah, there, brother. Yeah, that that ginger definitely stays. The anise goes away. Tommy Rotter made 150 proof, didn't he? Yeah. For a 10 year. Yeah. 155. I have no idea. No, it was 150, I thought. By the way, I got to get you guys in touch with, uh, with Lauren. Uh, she's a rep for Tom Rotter. She's excellent. Yeah, let's yep. do it. Love to talk to her. What's up, Lauren? I'm Mike. This is Derek. That's Tyler. You know us. <laughs> What's up? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that that is very pleasant. What Have you pleasant? had the regular gin? Super good. It's super junipery. I mean, I know that sounds right. stupid being but a like, gin, but... The, the barrel characteristics are kind of what's giving you that ginger and 
Anise? I think you get that brown sugar yeah. from the uh, from the barrel. Um, you might get the anise from there. Um, that ginger, I think, is going to be a mixture of the yeah. of the barrel, but also just might be the botanicals that's in the gin. And you kind of get like some cinnamon too. Like There's this a is, lot of cinnamon. This is this. very spicy, but it's yep. it's Better not like overly yeah. It's not like overly florally like normal gin is. Mm-hmm. Like you get some gin, like Hartman's gin and uh, Lockhouse gin. Those are very florally. The ginnamon. Uh, no, I'm or saying like the regular the... gin. Okay. Is yep. very florally. This is very cinnamony. It kind of bites a little bit, and it's very spicy. This is perfect for very Christmas. spicy. Yep. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. What, what would you rate this, Mike? Six point nine. Like f- final rating? Yeah, like give me that countdown. Three, two, one. 84. 84. 84. 84. 5. 5. <laughs> See, Ty is good. He's got it. So yeah, I watch this once in a while. <laughs> no, uh, no. So, so the that only, is good. The only issue I have with this is, like you said, Mike, it's uh, it's great for Christmas time, and like, no, it's great for then. But like, I don't know, it, it's a bit too. F- I guess that ginger or that uh, that cardamom actually might there be too oh, yeah. much. Oh That's that's my point. Like, you know, oh, it's great for Christmas. And it's good too by itself. Yeah, but say like, that, but but if you if you're trying yeah. to like place this, like, yeah. oh, this is perfect for Christmas. Oh yeah, and and Christmas again. Yeah, like perfect. I can't. So I don't know Christmas, when right? else I would have it. Yeah. Other than Christmas, and like I would make a cocktail with it. You know what I mean? That, that actually, I actually did make an old fashioned the other day. Yeah, Ooh, that'd be good. Delicious. Was yeah. it really? Yeah. I, uh, it's, I mean, dude, that'll put you down, bro. Well, yeah, it's 122 proof. Yeah, that'll... Listen, if I'm a hog yep. and that thing is a 30-30, I'm going down. Going oh, yeah. down. What's interesting about that, too, is it actually... <laughs> if you've noticed right now, after that scotch, it already cleared your palate. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. I'm fresh as a daisy now. Because that ginger. Yeah. That ginger yeah. really got gotcha. you. a boy. I thought you just poured it in your water. I'm like, this guy's going hard today. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I got more water here if you want more water. He's going to just yeah. chuck that. I'm practicing <laughs> blending, you know? There you go. Good call. No, that was, that was yeah, that was different. So when you went into this with them, what did you, what was your thought process? Did you just say, I want a barrel-aged gin, or did you, were you kind of like, I want this more spicy, Christmassy? So any pick that we do, first of all, is never just one person. We always do... Uh, myself, my dad, and then anybody else that's working. So hmm. we have a whole staff. We, you know, we have Ryan. We have now my sister over Le- uh, Lexi over working at Lexi's. Mm-hmm. Um, About got, time. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you know we got a bunch of other people there. Uh, <laughs> Sam, Rachel, and you know they all kind of put their two cents in, and then we kind of take like an average, right? So, you know, I love this this blend right here. My dad loves this one, which means my my opinions are relevant. So, <laughs> welcome. Uh, right, you know. Uh, no, but you know, we all kind of like bounce out. We're like, all right. So we really like these two. This one is kind of the weak link, mm-hmm. so we won't do this one. All right. So then we all gonna retaste these guys, and typically reps bring in two, three, or four right. um, samples, and uh, we're gonna try these two again. And then between the two, what's the favorite? You know, more people vote for this one. Throw this one out. This is our pick. You know, so the whole process is really a team effort. Um, I mean, what's the point in just having two people pick it out? Right. 
you know, because everyone's going to be selling it. Everyone's going to be involved with it. Um, people get super excited too when uh, they're like, you know, this is really good. It's got the cardamom. It's got the ginger. It's mm-hmm. got, you know, brown sugar. And they're more willing to sell that versus anything else. Because, mm-hmm. you know, even though they're just, you know, a a uh, store clerk or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. just any employee, you know, they're still a part of the team. They're involved in this. We want everybody to be as much involved as, you know, my dad, the owner. Sure. So, uh, yeah, it's a team effort, and that's a whole process. It's honestly that simple. Rep comes in, drops off samples, kind of talks about each one, and then we all taste it, and we kind of make the decision by the end of the week. Is this still available right now? Oh, yeah. Got released uh, about the beginning of this month. Um, we did get it the end of August, but we decided to hold off until uh, mid-September to really kind of launch it. And then the big fall tasting that we had um, earlier this month, we did a big push and we had sold about two, three cases, six packs mm-hmm. of it. And uh, because the reaction was so great. So, um, and Lauren, like I was telling you, and I'll put you guys in touch with, she did, she did a great job pushing it and talking about it. So it's, it's literally perfect for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Like good timing yeah. on you guys. It's ideal. What does it sell for? Yeah, what's the MSRP? Or, like, retail, whatever you want to say. Uh, 50 bucks. Okay. Okay. For 122 proof gin, that's pretty good. Agreed. It's uh, it's hot. Mm-hmm. For sure. Do you think it came out too hot, or do you, are you happy with it? No, that's exactly what we wanted. Okay. Um, if you notice, we have a, te- a tendency to not do any weak picks. Mm-hmm. So our Buffalo Happy Hour pick was hot. Yep. Our other Clonic Kilty pick that we had was 115. Mm-hmm. Our three-chord barrel pick that we had with you guys was... 116. 116. Our three-chord pick that we had for just the store was 117. This guy's 120. So yeah. we, we want to be 115 and above, best we can. Um, we notice that kind of differentiates it. Also, the people that are going to be buying barrel picks... They get it. They get it, and they're the ones that are going to want that heat. Mm-hmm. So... Even though there's, you know, you are kind of getting away from customers uh, that don't like that stuff. You know, we have other options, too. And, you know, we've done picks or not necessarily picks, but we do kind of single barrels um, with, like, uh, what's an example? Uh, Jameson. You know, they got some single barrels. They have Jack Daniels. They got some single barrels. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we kind of have some lower proof stuff there. But, you know, we're not picking that out. You know, that's stuff that's available throughout the country. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we don't really we don't really care exactly what the customers want. We want something that <clears> – <throat> let me rephrase that. We want stuff that customers want, but mm-hmm. we want stuff that our staff is passionate about. Sure. And when they're passionate about it, they'll be able to sell it better. And then when they are able to sell it, they get excited. Customers get excited. Customers taste it. They're like, wow, you know, the Sam guy, He's he knows what he's talking about. So then he's going to come back in. And, you know, look for Sam, and Sam's going to help him. And mm-hmm. then it's just, you know, you get a permanent customer through that, even as simple as something like a like a private barrel that we pick out. Just because we allowed, you know, everybody to try it and have a say in it. Yeah. You can always water stuff down, too, as weird as that says. That's you, true. You can always water it down. You can't ever put more proof in. That's so true. err on the side of higher proof, and then if you don't like it, just add an yep. ice cube. That's what I say always. If you make a recipe, too, so you're making a margarita, you're making – a Manhattan, whatever the case may be, you can always add stuff to it. Mm-hmm. You never, ever, ever can take it out. 
Right. So I always so someone says, you know, what's a recipe for you know this drink? I say, well, this is what the web what the internet says. I always say you do the bare, bare minimum of the alcohol because you can always add it to it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they go from there. So that's cool. All right. So what else do we got in front of us? I see all empty glasses here. What is yep. what is this copper copper what? The copper tea. It's a big Angus. Uh, what is it? The green malt. So full disclosure, you guys can open that up. Let me pull this up here. So we've had this on our blowout shelf for God knows how long. But when we tasted it, we brought it in originally. It was delicious. Hmm. And it's if you look in the price tag on that, Derek, I think it originally was like seventy five bucks. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous right now. At how cheap it is. We're selling it, like, at cost. Really? Yeah, because it's been since probably – I was still in college, so it had to be about four years ago. Oh, Jesus. Four years Five ago? Five years ago, yeah. Uh, let me pull up the information on Green Malt. Um, it's a great podcast right now. Oh, it's one fine. Guy smelling, it's one guy's smelling, one looking at the guy smelling, one guy's on his phone. It's it's every week. Yeah, Love we it. We're, we're constantly looking up stuff. It's fine. Uh, oh, good. It honestly smells unaged. <clears throat> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. What's the proof on this? Let's see. <clears throat> it's just over 90 proof. It's 48% ABV. So, here you go. It's just over 90 proof. It's 48 ABV. So pour that. We'll see see how this goes. So have you had this before or no? Like I said years ago, like back when I was in college. Um, I don't remember much about it other than it was super tasty and super unique. Um, you know, hence the name Green Malt. It smelt very green. Where is it from? It does. Hudson, Hudson Valley. Valley. Hudson Valley, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this smells like fresh green, almost kind of like a seaweed, like a dried yep. seaweed. Kale? Kelp? Huh. Yeah, like why? Green malt, bro. Did, did you look it up? Do you know what green malt is? Kind of. I basically got what you just said. Our green malt bar- barley is herbaceous, but in a completely different way. Cucumbers, black tea, horseradish, and seaweed. Oh, I can see that. I can see horseradish. Um, it's a really good call, actually. It is because it opens the your sinuses. Wet, mushy green malt is also a challenge to mill. Uh, the process of crushing the grain. Um, Dude, this is fascinating. Who the hell thought of using? So this? it just is it just like young barley? Is yeah, that I what think this so, is. Yeah. yeah, because like I mean, we were in Ireland. Everything was green at that point. Okay, you know, relax. Yeah. Tell me this doesn't have Mike's name written all over it. Right? Not to sound pretentious or anything. Not to sound pretentious or anything. But we were in Ireland. Uh, we when we were there, the malt, the barley was green. So that's kind of what like I'm envisioning with this green malt. It's just like it was picked there, and they're like, "That's your whiskey." Yeah, they just ripped it from Mother Earth. <clears throat> yeah, they're like grind it, do it, do your it's thing. Tastes very raw, or smells very raw. Yeah, like like it comes right from the still. This this not even from the still, just straight from the ground. Yeah. Mike loves it, <laughs> dude. So. Did you try this? Yeah, I just did. Let it sit for a little bit. So when Pause. he gave, or when you gave yeah. him the ghost tequila, <laughs> yeah, and he was so it. he was so excited 
to like get me. Yeah. Like I'm gonna get Derek of this, and then I try it. I'm like, I love this. The look on your face <laughs> was, was so dying funny. During it. You were so disappointed. I was loving it. <laughs> I was not a fan. So I, I so I listened to the whiskey, uh, Wednesday whiskey review every day going into work. So it's basically about 14 minutes or so, which is my commute. So thank you, East Amherst. I love it. <laughs> um, so when when I'm in there, I'm just driving down Klein Road, and then you guys say, you know, I, that's when you were tasting it. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was cracking up. <laughs> and at that time, there's a cop there just, you know, you know, waiting for people to be speeding, whatever. And I can guarantee you this guy was like – what the hell is this asshole doing just cracking up to himself right now? Yeah, at 8.10 at eight, in the morning? Yeah, yeah at 8 in the morning, <laughs> and it's a red light, and I'm just part, just still, and he's cracking That's awesome. That's a good story. So. This is unique. Unique New York. You can say it sucks. It's all right. I won't be offended. It's not that it sucks. I just... It's just different. It's a very different taste for a whiskey. This kind of tastes like Southern Tier two times hopped. Like it's got that like grassy kind of, not hoppy, but it, it's yeah. got that same type of, even the afternote, where the afternote is malty. It's rubbery too. It's yeah. got like a, a- Are you chewing it? Kind of. Yeah. It's got like a, I don't know. It reminds me of the grassy knoll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to figure this out, man. I don't. What are your thoughts? You're selling this for fifteen doll hairs right now. Uh, thirty bucks, thirty nine bucks, thirty nine. It was seventy five. It was seventy five. Yeah, and they felt comfortable selling it for seventy five. Yeah, we need to jack our prices, Derek. Right. Yeah. You know we're gonna need a new glass, right? No, we got water. Um. <laughs> Listen, we can just throw Lagavulin chart oak cask in there, and it'll get rid of literally every single living thing in this building. You know, so, when you open the box, Ron talks. Yeah. Just so you know, yeah. it's like hello, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, friend. <laughs> I'll take that third steak after all. Um, I'm surprised you didn't grill some. But yeah, I mean this this really tastes like the seaside. Like you got the sea salt crashing yeah, in. It's this, just seaweed. This, this is the riverside. It's just very. Very earthy mm-hmm. and damp. I guess that's kind of the best way that I can describe it. It's just like this earthy, sea salty dampness. This failed. I give it a 63. I give it a 69. Nice. Nice. I'll give it a 73, just to be nice. All right. What's that uh, average there, Mike? Come on. Are you serious? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we need a math teacher here. Shut we? up, Derek. I know. We, we, need our Patreon. Derek. we need our Patreon member here. That's what we need. He'll literally be able to compute that in three seconds. He already, he already did. Mentally. Yeah, he already did it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All shout, right, out, so shout out to Mike. Mike's a savage. 69 and 73 nice. divided by three. 68.33333333. So close. There's yeah, blue balls right there on that rating. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's just unique. If you're looking for something unique, try it. For 35 bucks for a 375 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was seventy five. Now it's thirty. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I read fourteen on the very bottom. I didn't know it was a seven. Oh yeah. Nailed it. Yeah. I, I also that, didn't I did hold the bottle and look at it. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't know what to say about it. I'm 
Has your, t- has your taste changed since college, Tyler? Yeah, I'm not drinking uh, some UV blue. <laughs> God, no one is. What is your favorite? Like, what do you look for in whiskey? Whiskey? Yeah. Heat is number one. Uh, number two. What is your proof point? We talk about this all the time. What is your proof point? Anything 110. Okay. Um, or above. But no hotter than 120. Uh, hence why that's right there. Mm-hmm. Um I really like something that's going to have that sweet note to it um, with with the rye spice, you know. So a true bourbon with not necessarily a high rye, but the rye grain that's really coming out, yeah. right? So um, actually – Angel's Envy. <laughs> yeah. Will It mm-hmm. is a really good one. Um, actually, um, there's one that we tasted um, – actually, I don't think we did, um, but Tony – um, for three chord, he tasted me on it. They have a new, new uh, thing called Southern Star, and they have a rye that's delicious. Uh, that's a really good one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I used to hate rye. Ironically enough, about three, four, or five years ago, and now I want rye in every whiskey that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do love scotch, but I mean, something about the Clonakilities are just killing it for me yeah. dude they're so yeah. good so if you were in a liquor store not like you own one or anything but if you were in a liquor store and you had your choice of any type of whiskey that you wanted or any whiskey product that you wanted mm-hmm. mine is a, a um balvenie 14 yours is what like your favorite whiskey ever same boat it's either balvenie 14 or it's um french oak reserve uh Gl- 14 no, year no it's balvenie no it's not balvenie Belvini's Caribbean. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I think it's Glenlivet. Glen no, yeah. I think it's Glenlivet 14. Yeah. The, the French Oak Reserve. Yeah. The red box. Oh, the French Oak Reserve. There's a, there's a blue one. There's a blue label that's... Uh, yeah. No, this one's like maroon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's 15. Glenlivet 15 is the French, French is it? Oak. Yeah. So what would be your... Oh, so good, dude. Yeah, what would be your... I, I want this bottle any day of the week. Money's not an option. Oh, well, if money's no option, I'm going some uh, some mellow corn. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. No. For those that yeah. don't know, mellow yeah. corn is $20. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me grab that there. <laughs> this wonderful bottle. A battle right there. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster. Uh, no, I mean, honestly, I don't. I don't. I, I've really stayed away from whiskey recently, honestly. What about that two thousand dollar bottle you got in that back case? What do you, what do you got what in the back? For back right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, I got to send you that picture, and then that way you can superimpose it over, yeah. there, right? Yeah. Do some B roll film <laughs> or whatever your your tech talk is. What, what do you got uh, in the back? Yeah. Right. Uh, no, the honestly, I think agave is is what I'm going with. You know, um, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we know he's obsessed with tequila. That's an understatement. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's so it's his favorite spirit. When did that switch for you? Because it was always. whiskey at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So whiskey's always been like I've always loved whiskey. I've got nothing against whiskey, um, but I've always loved tequila. And then over the past two years, mezcal's really risen. So now I say instead of just tequila, it's agave. Mm-hmm. Um, because you really you. That's probably why you gravitate towards sweet whiskey because tequila is pretty sweet. Yeah. No, I mean, I never thought about that, but that could be it. It, it could be because I do love um, do love the sweetness from the corn, 
and you know blue agave yeah. or agave in general is naturally sweet that's why like when we were tasting the, the whiskey or the tequila that you gave us mm-hmm. i gravitated a lot towards mezcal because yeah. i love scotch and scotch and mezcal smoke. have that smokeness to it so yep. it's, it's all you think that you like different stuff but it's basically all the same because really? at the end of it i was like it's all I, neutral grain spirit right yeah at the end of it i told mike i'm like i don't I, this is what i've learned is that i don't necessarily like tequila i just like things that taste like whiskey <laughs> like True. That's, that's what i learned <laughs> look I, I i i've noticed that too yeah. you know it, it's funny but uh but yeah i mean if i had to choose any spirit it would be tequila is there a tequila that is like up on par Grand with mine Grand Mayan, how much is that a bottle? Uh, depending on what it is. So you have the Blanco, which is about eighty nine ninety nine. Then the Reposado is about one ten, one twenty. The Extra Nejo is the greatest tequila, I've, greatest spirit I've ever tasted in my life. Uh, that's about one thirty, one forty. Let me uh, get all these numbers for you. Extra Nejo of that brand, you're saying? What is it again? Grand Mayan. Grand Mayan, yeah. So Extra Nejo is anything that is aged three years or three right. years, one day or more. So Ineo is going to be from 12 years one day to three years. 12 months one day. Or Yeah, yeah. sorry. sorry. 12 months one day to three years and then extra Ineo. And then I don't know if there's anything else over that, but it seems excessive. Mm-hmm. But what we're also going to see is a, um, a shortage. I know that's refreshing to hear now. A shortage of agave. Oh, really? Yep, because the tequila is exploding. And I project within five years, tequila is going to overtake bourbon in sales for the United States. And I think it Addis next year, agave, because I'm including tequila and mezcal, uh, is going to overtake whiskey. Hmm. Yep. Because Addis right now is still primarily wine, right? Wine is your number one we seller? Always, we always will be. Yeah. Yeah, that's just the demographics that we're in. Yeah. Um, that's why we have all those, those Billville housewives. What it is for sure, but you, you <laughs> also yeah. you also have the love you, Julie. I mean, <laughs> Buffalo's five years behind on everything. Yep. So, do you think that we're is Buffalo on track with the rest of the country and world when it comes to drinking? Like no, we're different ahead of the game. spirits or skews? Oh, we're we are. Of the game. No, oh, I mean consumption. Yeah. Well, consumption, yeah. sure, but yeah, like no, I didn't uh, know for like, type, like yeah. trends yeah, no, and, and, and trends like that. Um, we're always behind, so it's New York is a major reason for it is because of the SLA mm. uh, liquor authority. You guys do a great job, trust me. No, uh, so what they do <laughs> is they make it very difficult for some brands to get in. Um, you got to do all these different filings. You got to do all these different levels. You can't play the game, which means that you know suppliers or distributors can't legally give you. Extra cases, extra bottles, and it, you know they all have their reasons. Whatever the case may be, that's fine. You know, uh, we all have to listen to the rules. But you have New York City, and that's a pretty big market that these companies need to get mm-hmm. into. So they say, "All right, well, New York is difficult to get in, but let's just focus and put all our resources towards New York City." So they put all their product. They say, "All right, we need thousand cases of product X." We're going to have that, and it's only going to be in New York City. So they put in New York City. They put all their reps down there. They focus on it. And then when they finally get in New York City, it's doing well. They then are able to say, all right, well, it's worth it to expand to the rest of New York. They go to Albany. And then from Albany, they go to Syracuse. 
And then they're like, oh, wait, there's other parts of New York. I forgot about that. Um, I guess we can go to Buffalo then. So then they go to Buffalo. So it always takes longer than in, than, uh, than it should. Yeah. But we're, yeah, I would say about three to five years behind everything on trends with very few exceptions. I would say the cans, we are right on pace, if not ahead. Um, I don't know how it like is. Like canned cocktails you're saying? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, high neutrals, sure. cut waters, all that stuff are exploding. Hmm. I don't probably know. Probably because how. of the bills, honestly. That could be it. It's probably yeah. a good market to get into because mm-hmm. we're all alcoholics here. Right. Speaking of which, what what is this Klein Kilty Big Ditch? Because before we try the Lagavulin, yeah. we got to have some of this Klein Kilty. Well, uh, because, well, this video is going out after the party. But yeah. Do you want more water? Uh, or no, like yeah. I, you can just pour it in your oh, whiskey yeah, glass. Yeah, if yeah you sure, want. sure. Yeah, so this is Klonikilti Big Ditch Collab. So, if you guys don't know what Klonikilti is, it is without a doubt the number one uh, Irish whiskey in the planet. It's in in terms of quality, it blows away Jameson. And for us, where it's all Klonikilti stuff is outselling Jameson four, five, six plus to one. It's killing it. That's it refreshing. So happy. Yeah, it's that's ridiculous. refreshing to hear because people, I think, think that. And Jameson still does well because we're friends with them. We're required to say that, but it's actually true in your sales. Yep. So I think that that's probably really refreshing to hear from other people that are just like, oh, they just talk about it because they went there. It's like no, it's actually an amazing product. It's without a doubt, unbiased, the best Irish whiskey I've ever had. Mm-hmm. They're process made me realize how much I love barley. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know because... But not green malt. No. Correct. <laughs> but viewers really need to understand that from Derek and I's perspective, we were just two dudes from college that got into this. We met you, changed everything, but it we're still every single day, we're trying different things. Not that we have a problem, but it's research. And we're real. We're literally realizing, like, oh, this is actually prominent in this spirit, and I do like that. I don't like that. And you're watching us real time define our own palates and actively learn about all these different things. And right. it's awesome that we can bounce ideas off of you. Yep. Just because you're like, when it comes to tequila, you know way more than we do, which is awesome because then yep. we can learn it faster because you speak the same language we do. Mm-hmm. But secondly. Idiot. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but that's low IQ. Yep, that's the same <laughs> thing that I've always said though. Like the the true uh, the true identification of someone's intelligence is their ability to articulate what they know to yeah. the lowest level. In my opinion, I'm just obsessed because Klonik Kilty was able to take that yep. to heart and they broke it down so that Hopper. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply who's like straight up off the boat is like, listen, guys, just shut up. Who cares about mash bill? Drink the juice. Like, just drink it. And he'll say that to anybody. Yep. And then he drove to Syracuse and said the same thing. Yep. And everyone's like, this is really good juice. And he goes, buy the juice. And then that was it. And now yep. Kalani Kilty's everywhere. Yep. So yep. it's... Can you slide it over? But it's too? really cool that now we're able to... Fine-tune our palate, and this latest collab with Big Ditch is going to be a monster. Mm. I mean, they have there's so much of it. Do you know the total volume? Like, how many total cases the collab is worth? It's 200 total cases. 200. Eddie's got 75. Lexi's got five cases. Out of 200. Out of 200. Big, so 1,500 total bottles, it says on here. Is that right? 200 times six is what? Oh, God. 1,200. 1,200. So. Yeah. Okay. So then, so yeah, fifteen hundred total bottles. Maybe a little probably kept a couple. <clears throat> so could be that. Mm-hmm. They took and their vintage. they took yep. their Irish whiskey. They aged it in a bourbon cask, and then after that was done, like they, they do. finished it. Yeah, they finished it in big ditch, big ditches imperial style. We just did an interview with them and last their week. Stouts good. Their stouts. I fantastic. just had it. Do you know? Do you guys know how big their barrels are? I, I I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know. I I would have to say probably the same fifty two. Klonic Kilties? No. Uh, oh, big big ditch. ditch. Oh, I would have to say probably fifty two because we we didn't ask them yeah. that. The only thing we asked them was what size their barrel system was for the beer. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. But what's a barrel system? Like how much they can put out oh, for okay. beer wise. Yeah, yeah. Produce. Most okay, most small you. startups in the area have like between a two to a seven. They started out with just they were like, we'll just do twenty. It's like what do you mean twenty? They did yep. a twenty barrel system to start. To which start. is what? it's which a is unheard lot. of. It's unheard of. It's unheard it of. It just sounds a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And they were one of the first distilleries in Buffalo. Is that why they're so popular? 
Do you think or well, no, I mean, I mean Hayburner is what made them so popular. Yeah. Up, yeah. yeah. So they took their whiskey, aged it in bourbon barrels. Yeah. Bourbon barrels, and then finish it in a stout barrel. Probably, for, do you know how long? Six months, probably? Three months? I can't imagine months. being super, drink super it. long. Drink it. All right, dude, can I enjoy it first? No. Nope. You, you need to drink It's very chocolatey this. on the nose. Like, it it, ta- it smells chocolate. Like, oh, it tastes like Mike classic. Needs cancer, I know. It tastes like classic Connie Kilty, bro. Well, but, where's the stout? Oh, you get on that. It's so finish. good. It's so good. Actually, more mid palate. Isn't that smooth? What's the proof on this? Let's see. 57 times 2. 114? Yeah, 114. Yeah. Oh, God. This kind of tastes like... Sucks in a bottle. And I mean mean this respectively. It tastes like dusty Nesquik. Yes, I get when that. you when you open yeah. when you open the plastic lid and then you got the aluminum foil lid and they're like, <laughs> yeah. damn it. And yep. then you rip that and then you get hit in the face. Yep. That's what this smells and tastes like. It's so good. This is annoying. Mm-hmm. So what what does this sell for at retail? Uh, I'm not even sure. Like, it's not even in the store yet. That's well, hurry up, Tyler. Yeah. Would you own the joint? What do we got to call your dad? Yeah, I know. Don't do not do that. He no, we shouldn't. I'm supposed to be working. You are working. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, and then kind of at the end, it gets <laughs> you with the honey. <laughs> Maybe about 60 bucks, give or take. Yeah. Okay. This is very good. I, I was nervous because <clears throat> Klein & Kilty's product is very fragile. I want it like yeah. it, it seems it seems very malleable. <laughs> like whenever you put it in something, like I remember our single bar that we had. Mm-hmm. It really absorbed that flavor profile of that barrel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was nervous that with the stout barrel, it was going to completely be overtaken by stout, coffee, chocolate, and it was going to overwhelm the it is deliciousness of Klanakilty's juice. But that's secondary because that mm-hmm. initial taste is still Klanakilty, yep. which I think is what really makes this is because it has that dynamic between the initial taste and the ending note that separate it from... It being overwhelmed by stout. Yeah. It's so chocolatey. This is very good. I can't get that out of my head now. It's just, yeah. It's all chocolate. Oh, yep. Oh, it's so good. Now, how long do you think you can drink this for without just getting sick and tired of it? One bottle. Yeah, okay, that's, that's a very good question because with something like this. And I don't mean that in yeah. an insult or anything. No, but, correct. Yeah. But you drink, and, and for people out there, you know, you drink enough of something. Like, you know, you can always have your Ivan Williams, your Jim Beam, and you kind of mix that, whatever. But, you know, when you have stuff that you're actually sipping, you know, it's good to mix it up, you know, because if you have the 100%. same bottle every time, you get bored of it. Yeah. And that's not an insult to the brand or the bottle. It's just. You know, you want to, your palate is craving something new. Kind of like, you know, you everybody craves new knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, um, to me, I would say maybe a bottle, but I wanted to see what you guys think. Yeah. I would say a bottle. I would probably even say splitting a bottle. Like, half of a bottle, and I don't know if I want to go. Not in one sitting, though. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you and I split a bottle, and we're like, all right, that was cool. I'm good. Yeah. Agreed. With it. Because but- you you're right. That... The Nesquik note was so prominent to me because I haven't had that in a very long time in whiskey, mm-hmm. and I feel like if I had another bottle, it won't be as prominent because I'm like, oh, I already remember this. This just happened. So yep. I think that it would lose that kind of 
mystique of it being that chocolatey if I've had it again, which I don't want. It's spectacular. This is very good. It's so good. Yeah. So they're releasing it this weekend. This weekend is a big party. You guys, yeah, you guys aren't going to be able to hear about it here, but we'll post that we're there because we are going. Already did on your story. Yeah. Um, It's it's a cool collab. I mean, it's. I, I love the fact that Clonic Guilty is really taking the stranglehold of the whiskey finished and beer barreled market. Not a lot of other places are doing it. They're sticking, a lot of other whiskey distilleries are sticking with wine and cognac and tequila. Which they do. Yeah. No, I don't know the tequila, but the others. But, yeah. you know, they're not, they're not, you know, scared. They're They're willing to actually, you know, try different things and... I mean, who would think a small, I mean, grand scheme of things, small brewery in Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Only Hopper. Right. You know, and, you know, it does help that, you know, Buffalo is probably his biggest market. Um, not to flex, but, you know, thanks to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it, it speaks for itself, and I wish you guys could taste this long, but you can if you come into Addie's and buy a bottle. Um, I, w- I would say, Nine times out of ten, I would recommend this over anything else. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I would recommend over this would be um, uh, the the for, Bordeaux cask. That or oh, yeah. that or a free bottle of Redbreast 12. Or BHH barrel. Yeah, BHH. He's talking about Clown Kilty. BHH barrel for sure. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> no, no. That was an inside joke for Boston. No, I, I know what that is. Okay. Yes, I picked up on that. Good deal. Our single barrel with Clown Kilty. Still gets raving reviews from people that just opened their first bottle. We d- actually, oh no, that's what it is. That's one of the ones that we're doing actually today. Our oh, Rachel, really? Rachel, I'm sorry, not us, but Rachel and Hopper are doing her. It's a BHH barrel. It's a Sauternes finish. Good deal. And from what I heard, they're killing it. Oh, that's cool. So I still get texts about it. The like, uh, people are still excited over it. They're like, dude, that's. I've never had something like that before. I will say though, when we were in Ireland, not so much trying to think we were there. The, we went to Ireland? Yeah. When? The fifteen year one finished in Sauternes barrel was better. I don't 100%. like to say that anything was better, but that it, was better. It was, was so it? good. Dude, oh, yeah, it was dude. disgusting. It was because we were in Ireland tasting it. When we no no no. He he's <laughs> like, hey, that's fair. You're getting fair. seduced. Right. He's like, hey, use a thief, like grab this. This is the single malt version of your single barrel. I'm like, okay, sounds oh my good. God, that's sick, dude. That's so so we tried it, and it's it's in the video, and yeah, yeah and I was like, dude, this is going like this, and you had the giant ass. Yeah. The thief was yeah. massive, and I was like, guys, this is this isn't even close. It's unreal. The issue was the single malt version of the single barrel that we selected wasn't available when we sat down for the pick. It came out after we selected our barrel. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I if it was, yeah, that. and then when. Uh, the head distiller, when he said that, I'm like, dude, we should have waited. Because that would have that would have crushed. But again, you, you can't say we should have waited because I know, we had an amazing you're... opportunity that came from that. Correct. So Correct. yeah, we couldn't have waited. Yeah, no. Yeah. It was, yeah. Everything happens for a reason. I do have one issue with it, though. With ours? With or with single malt? Single malt. What's what? that? It's not available right now for us. Yeah, in the U.S., right, yeah. at all? Yeah, yeah. that's sad. Yeah. They also have um, they have a skew that's not even available in the U- in the U.S. It's that one. My dad got a bottle of it. Is it the single malt? The single malt's not available yep. in the U.S. They it's might have another one, but the single malt's not available in the U.S., and I'm so sad because it, I, I love know, single malt. It's so good. Yeah, my dad knows a guy. There you go. Yeah. So, fun fact, I learned this today. We are, Addie's is Clonic Kilty's number one 
account in the world. In, in the, the world? world? That's including distributors. Really? Yeah. Dude, cheers, bro. That's, that's huge. Absolutely. So what, do you, what do you chalk that up to? Us? Yeah, directly. The HHS. Hundred percent. No, I do a chalk. Uh, All seriousness, we have to have some contribution to that. We have done a lot for Clonic Hilty, but anyway. Yeah, sure. No, 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 no. You guys are a big help. Half percent. Uh, first and foremost, I got to give a shout out to Hopper. Uh, I mean, you guys know him. He's the best. He is, without a doubt, the number one supplier on the planet. He And when I see a supplier, so his company, Clonic LG, sells their product to their distributor. And because uh, or both their importer and then to the distributor, there's different tiers to it. And it's throughout the country, so different things for different states, whatever. But in New York, I'm saying, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, so it go, so it goes Clonic Guilty to the distributor, and then the distributor to the retailer, meaning Addies. So we do so much work with them that we are exceeding what they do, um, or what the distributor does, because of past. Before they went to this to the current distributor, we did so much work already mm. that that kind of brought us like here, and then their distributor kind of bringing up and then we're the distributor's top account so every time that we order product we basically order it through the distributor so keeps put you know pushing us up and up and up so we're permanently going to be above them um but yeah so i give that to hopper because he sells it to them and then um my dad who actually for some reason decided to did we ever tell you the story about how we met hopper yeah he walked in yeah he just walked into the store out of nowhere on a monday yeah, and In he sweats, was the yeah. first store. He just randomly selected you guys. It's like the first store he was going to try. My dad never tastes anything. He's so unless like he truly likes something or a rep, such as uh, you met Nate from PM Spirits mm-hmm. and, and a couple other guys or and, and girls. Uh, he never tastes anything. He's so sick and tired of it. He's been doing it for his whole life, and I get it. Um, but yeah, so he did it, or he he was just on a Monday. After a Patriots loss, so he needed a drink. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talk lately. Yep. So him, so him and I are just just standing there, and then in comes this big Irishman, <laughs> and goes, uh, "Hey, fellas, you want to try some wine? Or oh, I'm sorry, some whiskey?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" And then he's, and my dad's like, "All right, sure." So he was talking to Hopper, and then Hopper brought out one bottle, and then he started talking. A little bit more, and Hopper being Hopper, you know, brings out two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight skews. Before we know, it, my dad is my dad and I is holding onto the back of the of the counter, and we're just like, "Wow, this stuff's delicious!" And that formed the start of the relationship. Uh, relationship. So we brought in a couple bottles, or uh, I'm sorry, a couple different skews, mm-hmm. and j- just to start out. And then Hopper said, "Hey, I'm here for a month in Buffalo." And we're going to taste all this different, all these products, and I'm going to sell you out. My dad said, "Deal." So before the first tasting, Hopper says, "All right, we got a barrel that was picked by a store in in Florida, and they fucked us over, and we're going to um, bring it up to New York. If I sell out of all your product right now, then you bring this in." My dad said, "Deal." One tasting, so three hours. 
uh, hopper stood out of three cases of each of the SKUs. So that's three, six, 18 bottles times three. So 18 times. Oh, shit. Yeah. In one tasting. On a Friday night, come back in the day, or the next day, it was actually that night that I emailed you guys with him CC'd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, so that's that's why I emailed you guys, because I'm like, this guy's the real deal. So that's sort of the relationship big time, and then we had our own private relationship, or um, I'm sorry, our own private barrel, and then that started um, the trend for our barrel pick, and then that started the BHH barrel mm-hmm. pick, and here we are with Big Ditch and getting 75 damn cases of it. Which is wild because Bananas. Now, now we're at the point, like, if we see Hopper, it's not like a, hey, how you doing? It's like a legitimate hug. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, brother, like, what's going on? And we just hug and we, you, yep. you just laugh every time you see him. Like, you just don't, you can't hold back a smile. Right. He's just a great like, it's, guy. Yeah, it's such an organic, mm-hmm. just, hey, man, how you been? How's the family? Mm-hmm. What's going yep. on? And then it's just, it's such an organic relationship based on a juice. Right. Yep. It's just so awesome. Yeah. And it's so good. And it's so clean. Yep. I mean, this is incredible. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, that's bringing back all the the memories of everything that you've connected us with, man. I mean, it, yeah. we, we mm-hmm. talk about it all the time. You were monumental at helping us build a lot of these connections and a lot of the interviews that we've had. Yeah, I mean, when am I going to get commission for yeah, being right. your uh, damn booker? <laughs> yeah. Whenever we get paid. God yeah. damn. <laughs> Which I know. is never, so sorry. <laughs> I swear, I put you guys in touch with everybody. Yeah, except right. except for the beer guys. Yeah. We have no, we have an update for you, just so you know. Um, we currently have most people don't know this yet. We have I texted you last night because I was going through it, and then I got yelled at by my wife. She's like, "Are you still working?" I'm like, "Correct." She's like, well, "On what now?" I was like, "The podcast," and she's like, "Oh my god." <laughs> we currently have interviews booked, and uh. We have interviews booked until November 21st. Mm-hmm. We have interviews going live until December 16th. You're that backlogged? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. bananas, dude. As of this date, which is October 27th. We had to. We have some things coming up. My wedding's in nine days, so you're we getting, had to make sure. You're getting married? Sure I am. Did you also go to We're, Ireland? Uh, yeah, we did. Weird fucks. Whoa. But I no got it. Are you sponsored by Eddie's? Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of weird people. But I've said fine. that before. In Queen City Creative Works? I've said that before. A friend of mine, um, through work, like my full-time job. He by the way, I, do, I do you have like do you have sponsors? And I was like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm sponsored by Addie's. And he's yeah. like, what is Addie's? And I was like, the greatest liquor store of all times. He's like, hold on. Is that that place next to Wegmans? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Transit Road in yep. Billville. Yep. Oh, yeah. It's a thing. I, I do got to give a shout out to Queen, uh, Queen City Creative Works. Go uh, ahead. Lisa, I'll tell you what. She's a savage. She is. Yeah. And she, I, I go to her for any custom stuff. And this is not a plug at all. Right. <laughs> like, I swear to God, like, it's genuinely good quality stuff, but the stuff looks so good. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah, yep. they're great. They're awesome. So, uh, so actually, for uh, my friend Zach, who just had his son, um, Gianni's newest friend, he, uh, <laughs> he, um, be best friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys don't have a choice. Uh, no, but you guys don't have a choice to say. <laughs> yeah, you guys don't have a choice. Anyways, um, <laughs> she made a she made a Bills thing that says uh, Robinson and then uh, twenty two on the back, like that. It was that's awesome. Amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yep. So uh, no, they do a great job. They though. made that bottle opener. Right here. Yeah, right there. 
You can find that, that on QueenCityCreativeWorks.com. Feel that thing, shop dude. It's <laughs> metal, surrounded in silicone, and it's branded. Isn't that slick? Not for nothing. I'm pretty sure we can sell this stuff at Addie's. Could you? I don't know. I'm sure if she sells us stuff at like a wholesale rate. Well, look at that. We have coasters, water bottles, and those bottle openers yeah. right right now. They're already made. Corkscrews. Like we can we can do that. All right, we'll talk offline. Sounds good. All right, yeah. so we got to try this because this yeah this just is a came big deal. Out, right? This is a big deal. Can you talk about this a little bit? Because it literally just came out. Yeah, so it's some guy that was on like Parks and Rec or yeah, something. Yeah, I guess it's like some famous show or something. Yeah, I don't know. Um, no, it, it's I've never had it. I try this year's tower friend. First things first, <laughs> I gotta say, Lagavulin is the sixteen year is stupid. Oh my god, I love, stupid! I love Scotch, dude. Um, That's Petey. It's gonna put hair on your chest. Love. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So I I don't know anything about this, so I'm tasting this for the first time with you guys. Yes, dude. Let's go. Um, so we, they released a Lagavulin eleven before with Nick Offer. Yeah. So so we <clears throat> missed the release last year, right? So oh, you did the yeah. the wood one. Like the wood Correct. box, okay. Yes. So, so we re- we missed that release. Uh, I chalk it up to my own fault. I didn't bring my dad up to speed. So my dad, how, yeah. How do you miss it? Yes. What does that mean when you miss it? So, first of all, the rep always brings up, <laughs> hey, you know, you got these allocations or you got these new items, whatever the case may be. Uh, but when it comes to stuff like this, or come like I'll use High Noon as as an example. I told okay. my dad. You guys know what high noons are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I told my dad a couple years ago, I said, hey, we need to go heavy with these high noons. The cans are going to take over, and high noons are backed by Barstool, right? If you don't know what Barstool is, you're an idiot. Yeah, wake right. up. Um, you're also not watching this podcast if you don't know what Barstool is at this point. So you look at Barstool and their, and their reach. They have Pink Whitney, mm-hmm. you know, from Spitting Chicklets. They have High Noon, Dave Portnoy's thing. And then they've got a couple other things, which I don't even want to go into, but you get the idea. Um, high noons, I told my dad, hey, you got to go in. We got to go into this. And he said, all right, fine. I trust you. And if you're wrong, I'm going to hold it against you, but <laughs> I, I do trust you. So sure enough, high noons exploded. We were, they went into allocation, which means you can only High get, noon did? High noon did. I didn't when know that. It came out. Yeah, okay. So. It, allocation for those that don't know, it's based off of your history, or the distributor determines how many you can get because they need to keep inventory fair to everybody in New York or all, all their accounts, right? Yeah. So for High Noon, they base it off of history because I was buying every SKU every week with and ahead of the game with all the with all the rush, if you will. Uh, we were the only store, including those that we will not mention, who like to sue us and, you know, uh, come into our store and check us out. Um, we were the only store that had it for about three, four months. We got a pallet of each flavor. Nobody else was even getting like three cases. Damn. Wow. Yeah. So I told my dad ahead of time to do this. And because of that, you know, because... Uh, he, he said, we'll, we'll buy it. Now, the reason that I bring that up is because I typically tell him about these trends. He doesn't care anymore about the internet. He hates it, which, fair. fair. Who doesn't? Uh, but, I, you know, I follow this thing, you know, all these things, and also our demographic, you know, from really 24 to 
what, 34? So us millennials are really the ones that are, hey, I'm technically a millennial. I mean, kind of. Well, I'm 26. 96. Yeah. I'm the last year of a millennial. Thank are God. You? You're yeah. not one of those weird Gen Zers, are you? If so, you got to oh, leave no. now, friend. I still think 80, 90, 92 is like the perfect generation. No, I vote red. Very good. So. <laughs> Uh, no, but uh, so yeah. so when it came to Lagenvulin, and yeah. then you quote unquote missed it, so I didn't tell my dad about it. Oh, so I said, hey, you know, there's this whiskey that's coming out, and I think we should get. It. He said, okay, that was a conversation. The rep brought it up, and I said, yeah, okay, yeah. So my dad buys the spirits, I buy the wine, right? So I should make that. So the rep brings it up. They know the reps know like for stuff like this, you know, bring it up to Tyler. And I'll bring it up to my dad and, and go from there. So he did. So the rep, she brought it up. She told me about it. I said, okay, okay. I just dropped the ball and never told him about it. We got nonstop phone calls the entire month asking about it. And then when every other store sold out like that, like, hey, Addies, do you have it? We're like, no. So my dad finally got annoyed by it and said, all right, let me order it. And then I'm like, I don't think you can. Well, watch me. So he ordered it, and they and the rep said, "Yeah, no, we haven't had any. We have none coming in until next year." Meaning, now. Yeah. So, that being said, we fast forward to about two weeks later, or two weeks ago, and the rep comes in and says, "Hey, you know, I have, you know, all these things. We're tasting a couple of things." I said, "Is the Offerman edition out?" She said, "Yeah." I said, "All right, good. Order three cases of each for." Us and then one case for mm-hmm. for Lexi's, and then she said, uh, "All right, but just so you know, I brought it up to your dad, and he said no." I said, "He's wrong, right?" So just order it. So I call my dad, let him know about it, and that it's coming in. He said, "All right, fine, I trust you, whatever." So sure enough, we come here. Uh, we got it in on Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, it's gone by Friday. Yeah, no, this was like the second last bottle. Yeah. Oh Jesus! Crazy, yeah. On the shelf. This tastes significantly different than its other 11-year. It does. <clears throat> to me, this is more friendly, I feel like. I agree with you. Like, his other 11-year, not the Guinness one. The Guinness one was different The because he has three so far. He has the 11-year. He has the 11-year finished in a Guinness barrel. What? And then he has an 11-year chart oak. Talk about it. And I am. And Are you kidding? The, <laughs> That's bananas. Yeah, it's crazy. This charred oak, I feel like oh. the charredness of straight up sex. Yeah, that it's now charred. I feel like it's more inviting. I like, love it, it this. feels it feels like you still have that peat in the smoke, but it's so much smoother than the original. We so, don't have is that a clock? We don't have those in America. Yeah. Dude, this is so good. It's smooth. Yeah. It's so, silky. So have Derek, I would assume you would be the one that would have the other two. Mm-hmm. Have you had them? I haven't had the Guinness. We, I we I, had the eleven yeah. year with a steak and bacon. Yeah. How was it straight? on our show? It's good. Yeah. It's really good. It was very peaty though. We it was. Dude, we literally drove. We prepped the horses. We drove to Elma, and I picked up the bottle, and I'm like, "This is going to be on the show." And then Derek was like, "Let's go." So I wanted to surprise you with this, but I now I'm regretting that because I wish I told you so that way you would have gotten steaks. That'd be nice, <laughs> right? The no, yeah. So we had that one. But that was very peaty, very smoky, and it was almost overpoweringly smoky. It's like mesquite. 
This, yeah, it has that kind of like sweetness smoke to it, which the other one didn't have. I feel like, you know what I think it is? I think Nick Offerman is getting dialed in on what he actually likes and he's toning it down a little bit, but increasing the, yeah, but he's increasing the marketing. Mm -hmm. Where he's like, hey, that's easy to do. Yeah. 100%. So we talked about Clown Kilty and how they were kind of like a, a, a lesser known distillery coming out of Ireland. Are there any Mm -hmm. small distilleries coming out of Scotland that you're getting privy to because of the distributors or no? I don't know what you consider small because even Lagavulin is considered small. Well, like a newer distillery, considering like the size of. I mean, you guys know how distilleries are. Yeah, yeah. Um, The some of the newest ones are the Glenmorae, or not necessarily new, but new to me are the Glenmorae's. Those are tasty. Um, Is that the one that? That has that like variety pack, yeah. Okay. No, that's Glen Morangi. Mm-hmm. Well, Glen Morangi has one, but so does Glen. Yeah. They all really do have his. The one that he tried was Glen Morangi. Oh yeah, you bought yeah. that. Yeah, I bought it. Yeah. 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 Where else am I gonna buy it? Hello, Lexi's. I mean, yeah, but no. Right. I just go to you. Right. Fair. <laughs> right. Um, that's how it works, Tyler. Yeah, but no, I feel like <laughs> I feel like Ireland's like yeah, create a distillery, and Scotland's like. But we you have, have to name it after good. the town. Yeah, that's true. I I don't think there's a massive push like what we're seeing here. Yeah. Because I like in Scotland and Ireland, it's so small. Like there's just not true. as much land as what you get in the U.S. and not as much people. Correct. That's true yep. too. To distribute to, like so to start a distillery mar- in Scotland, it has dumb. to be so hard. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, their market's so much smaller. Well, look at the terroir too, or you know, right the, the area and and the climate. You look at the the land. I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> it is uh, honestly, it's terrible no, it to is. be doing farms, which is what you need in order to be. Well, true. You, you need money. mad money. Sold by Diageo. Mm-hmm. Diageo is the number one supplier in the planet. Yeah. Which is interesting too, because like Clonakilty has dairy cows, mm-hmm. and for like the back end business, like when you hear it, when you're there and you're talking to them, like it makes sense. You're like, oh, like you have dairy cows. Like, what do they do? It's like we they eat our grain. And yep. like it's just a it's a continuous life cycle of our fields, and we have so many acres, we have so many cows, and I'm like that makes sense because you need to substantiate your business on the back end, yep. and you're using cattle to do it. I'm sure that happens in Scotland though too. We just haven't gone there. So log of wood, if you want to bring us out, what's up? But true, but yeah, I mean it has to. But overall, like from the log of wood lineup, I feel like this is the most user or like beginner friendly scotch. Right? Do you, do you feel so too? I agree. I, it... I was gonna say I'm not. I don't. When I say I'm disappointed by it, I don't want to make it sound like it's bad because it's still really good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's amazing. Um, I personally want something. I want to be drinking a bonfire. Me too. You know, I want like be, the high west. Yeah. No, like Arbeg. Well, Arbeg. I want. <laughs> yeah. Arbeg, I mean, yeah, but where you know, you're tasting uh, tar. Lafroig, you know, yeah. Lagavulin 16. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, this is not bad. It is. Really tasty, really good. This kind of gives me uh, Belvini 14-year vibes where mm-hmm. it has that light peat and that fruity note to it. But it's, I don't know, personally speaking, I want something that's going to be no, smoky I, as all hell. I, I agree with you. I think that his marketing proce- er, process. Especially with the fire on there, you'd think it would be smoky as hell. Right. Yeah. I feel like with his marketing process, he's trying to get into more clientele because he's a business person. That's what he wants to do. He wants to make this yeah. more but friendly no to what. many people. It will sell no matter that, what. That's, right. that's my concern is it could be fucking anything. It could yeah. be terrible I and it still sell. 
and it could be super duper smoky, you know, kind of what we're looking for, mm-hmm. and it'll still sell, you know, and anything in between, which this is. So that's why, I mean, I I have a feeling this one, he had pressure from Lagavulin slash mm. Diageo to say, hey, we need to do something a little bit more mellow because your other two expressions were very hot, right, from what, what yeah. you're saying there. So I'm or hot as in the intensity Smoking of the smoke. Yeah. And Pete, yeah. I want to I ask him. Yeah. Well, we can't, so. There's got a pod. There's got to be a way to bring him on the podcast. I'll book him for you. Yeah, but dude, there's got to be a way we'll to do get it that answer. Room. We're good. Distributors are distributors. I'm sure the network is going to connect somewhere that we can get that answer. It has to. Yeah. Well, it, the world is small enough. I mean, when you really when true. you when you boil it down, the industry is small enough that yeah. you can probably find that out. I know shit that's going on in New York City right now. Yeah. About one liquor store. Right. And yeah. The industry is very very tiny. You're right. Yeah. Now, there's got to be a way. It's the same thing with DOD. No flax, but like, does it's literally the same thing. Like, it's huge, but it's very, very small. Thank Sa- you. Same you thing have with to like say that about me. It's the same thing with liquor stores. Oh, or oh, Patriot fans. <laughs> Your boy's playing tonight. How is he, how's he gonna do? TB12. Yeah. Yeah. Well, according to my bets, I hope he does all right. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what. I tell you what. When is when is Tyler's liquor store opening, though? That's what I really want to know. Never. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't There'll think your dad's gonna name a, a store. A Julie's before me. It's, it's, There'll it's, be a Gianni's Julie. before yeah. me. Your son's gonna have a store There'll before be you. A Buffalo Happy Hour liquor store before <laughs> me. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, we got to talk about Lewis about that because that'd yeah. be pretty cool. No, dude, it's gonna be Lagavulin <laughs> and then like a couple bourbon options, and, and then like, a Clonic Guilty single barrel. Yeah, a Clonic Guilty single barrel with like yeah. three red options of wine. Yep. That's it. Yep, that'll be it. And Jim's gonna stop and just be like. You're still doing this wrong. Yep. It's like, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. <laughs> We're out here killing. But in all seriousness, <laughs> what is next? Is there anything planned next, or you just you guys are just crushing it? No, I mean, right now we're at a very good spot where we're not looking to really change anything drastically, mm-hmm. um, other than just really. So you know, in the store we at the gate. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that you know we're looking to maybe take down down the road. Um, but we have no no rush for it. Yep. Uh, it's kind of working out greatly because we're able to use that whole back area just to wrap and in events. Yeah, for events, uh, we're able to wrap the packages there. I mean, how big do you really need the store to be? Right. You know, are you able to? Um, to your point about like taking the gate down, are yeah. you able to build interior walls to have like a a packaging and staging area for events, and then yeah, you have your tasting room, and then you can have another area for like events, we can, but there's no need to. You know, uh, sure. we got the we got the fence there, yeah, if you will, or the gate. But I mean, build a wall, build, build a wall, yeah. Uh, Let Premier pay for it. Your dad is literally gonna love that. Oh my god, yeah, he's gonna use if that he's for marketing. There, that one's for you, Dad. Yeah, he's gonna oh use that for marketing. God. Yeah, he was just asking me, text me before. I can't, said I can't wait to watch it. Oh, now I can't oh, wait to boy. text him. Be like, oh, there's something for you right, yeah. in, right there. Um, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, I don't really think there's a need to to build a wall there because one that costs money that really would only hurt us because we build a wall there, right? We would need a door. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? and then. The door would kind of turn people off from going in there. I mean, you look at the fine wine room. People look in there. They're like, oh, there's, you know, wine in there. And then they walk away. 
Mm. I guarantee you there's people there that walk away because they're like, oh, it's unlocked or it's locked, so I can't get in there. We keep it unlocked for a reason. That way you can just go in and out of it. And we keep it squeaky. If you ever, I'm sure whenever you guys are in there, you know, like how when you roll in with your damn uh, rolling case, rolling right. case, yeah, that you can hear from Tonawanda. Yeah, you know, you can, <laughs> yeah, you can, <laughs> you can hear the squeaking door going. Um, but that's, we keep it squeaky so that way uh, we can hear it anywhere in the store. Um, so we can go in there and help them, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, it turns people off. So I think if we keep it open with that, they can see, oh, well, there's just uh, extra storage back there. We can do all these events back there. So we do the events with, with Kristen. We do the mm-hmm. events with Jim. And we kill it back there. So it's really free space or uh, not free space, open space mm-hmm. that we can use because – I mean, you look at how tight everything is on the floor. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have all those displays. We have all the shelves that are full. Dude, your store is packed. Yeah. It's obnoxious. Yeah. I have a question on the back room, like yes. the, the fine wine room. Yeah. When you I'm – j- I'm just going to give an example. Like, everybody has their back room for – Now, are you talking about the, in the fine back. wine room or yeah. the tasting room? No, 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 fine wine. Your recording room. Yeah, no, 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 the fine wine. Okay. And every every different store has like their version of that, yeah. right? So I'm just gonna pick a, like Twelve Gates mm-hmm. or the whatever the place is down by the old hospital Cold, or old. Uh, what's the one that Derek works at? What? What's the one that you work at? The brewery? Yeah, Bry Brothers. But that's not what you're talking about. No, no, about. no. I'm talking about no. the one by Delaware 12 Circle. Twelve Bricks. You're saying right? No, no. It's the one by um, Delaware Circle downtown. What are you talking about? Winery? A liquor store. I, I drive so a Chevy confused. Silverado with the Let's Go Brandon sticker on. You think I'm going downtown much with that? <laughs> I know, thing? I know, but Come no. On, bro. There's there's a there's a liquor store. It's it's whatever it is. It's like twelve something. It's not a brewery. It's a liquor store downtown that's by the Delaware Circle. Okay, Gates. And, yeah, Gates. Gates Circle. Gates Circle. Thank no, you. I that's in Rochester. No, it's not. Gates no. downtown. Oh. Yeah, and right it's next to Gates Hospital. Anyway, regardless, right? Like have a stroke. That Cody store Gates or something, right? That store has a back room. John Fetterman. Go they on. have they have notable they have like notable brands back there. They have an yeah. awesome selection, right? Yeah. Like at Addie's Fine Wines back room, mm-hmm. you have a different selection from the other stores. So like what what do you use as like a red flag of like this should go in that room? Like what triggers that? Like besides price. Yeah. Um it would be region. So so that region. So when you walk in, right? So you walk in and on your left, you have Italy. Uh, I'm sorry, you have France, which then goes to uh, Portugal. Okay. And then in the corner, you have like the shelves. Mm-hmm. And those shelves. Um, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to fill them up with mags. So it's going to be like 1.5 liters of like champagne and and wines. And then that whole wall against the back, right, is all domestic, right? So you're going to get California Chardonnay, California Pinot Noir. California cabs and California red blends, all organized based off of the region in that order. And then on the right, you're going to have another uh, like shelf, right? That's got Orange Swift stuff. So that's Orange Swift abstract. That's Orange Swift Papillon. That's all that high-end stuff from a particular producer. And then that turns into Zinfandels for that same area or California Zinfandels. And then you're going to have Italy, right? And then you have the other wall, which is then just the glass, right? So besides the price, 
I look at the region that I need because obviously everything in there has to be a relatively higher price thing. So you present me something with a Chardonnay, a Burgundy, right? So a Burgundy, which is going to be a white wine in particular, because I don't need any Burgundy red or red Burgundies. I need a Burgundy, uh, white Burgundy. I'm going to put that on the shelf there. It's going to be 55 bucks. I can easily put that in there. However, it needs to be different from the other Burgundy that I have there. Okay. So there's layers to it. Um, the the number one thing besides price is going to be the region. Then within the region, it's going to be the varietal. Within the varietal, if assuming that you know Burgundy is only Chardonnay or Pinot Noir, um, outside of the the varietal, it's going to be the the producer. So when so a rep comes in yep. and says, "I have this bottle. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good fit for that back room." I have to taste it first. You and the Psalm, right? Or no, is it just you? If Jim's available, yeah. I usually shoot him a text. I have full buying power. Yeah. Right? So, well, I say that, and then my dad obviously can override me. Right. He's the one that signs the checks, but uh, he has full faith in me. Um, yeah, so I buy whatever wine's available. Jim comes in. I say, hey, you know, we're tasting all these different wines. I would love his feedback, kind of like what we were saying earlier about, you know, the the seminars. You know, it's good to have different kind of points mm-hmm. of view. I want a different person to taste it. You know, we have high wine. Like uh, today, for example, we had a rep come in. She had like six wines from the uh, from the fine wine room, all of which would be in the fine wine room. I had our staff taste them and say, hey, what do you guys think? Do you think this could fit? Do you think that could fit? Um, someone says, no, I don't like that. And I said, oh, okay, why? And then we go from there. We have dialogue there. Um, but when it's just Jim and I, which typically it is, a rep comes in, they book it, uh, or set up an appointment. We taste these wines and Jim and I would say, all right, this is really good, but it doesn't fit this exact, you know, hole that we have. And, and what's the price range within that room? Like lowest to highest across I, the, like I, an overall umbrella. Lowest, lowest is 30. 30. Yep. Um, no reason for it to be 30, but I want it to be approachable. I don't want people to be scared to go in there. Mm-hmm. I want people to go in there and say, oh, well, maybe I can't afford it. And then they see, oh, wait, this is 50 bucks. All right, maybe I can buy that. And then uh, the highest we have is something that's um, a couple hundred, like maybe $500. Per bottle. Yeah. Okay. No need for it. Yeah. And, and how many bottles can someone buy at once? Anything. So if you have... Different from whiskeys. If you have a $100 bottle of wine yep. in the back room, mm-hmm. how many total bottles do you have of that specific bottle at one 100% time? 100% depends on the brand. Okay. There's some things that I would buy three bottles of, depending on the price, depending on... It, it, there's there's a couple things in that room that I say, or that I brought in because it's they're genuinely... <clears throat> super good mm-hmm. that I have to buy it. But instead of buying a case, which is six or 12 bottles, I'm buying two bottles, right? Okay. And I'd rather do that. Even though you pay a little bit more for it, it's it's worth it because the product's that good. Um, people, And then when you're looking at price point, people are willing to be spending that money. Mm-hmm. And the, there's, there's that one wine that- Gianni's Red? No, it, it makes up the um, the table legs in the back tasting room that we use Corte for recording. Fiori. Yeah, and it's got the ribbon on it with the yep. wax seal. 
Bro, that's like what, ten bucks? Sixteen bucks. Well, it's Sixteen very jammy, bucks. Right? That one was it's very jammy. It's so good. I think yeah. uh, you guys tried it with Jim, right? Yeah. yeah, and you're the only store that offers it. Yep. I mean, that's it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's so good. That one actually, I got to shout out to my dad. He's the one that found that. Oh, it's so good. It's really cool. Yeah. So transitioning back to liquor, because one of the biggest things about liquor stores is transitioning. Got, what you, a guy. You got any Blantons in the back? Fuck off. So what <laughs> exactly? So what are your thoughts on allocated whiskeys? And what is your process as a liquor store owner of getting allocated whiskeys and notifying people of it? Oh, this is the best question I've ever had. <laughs> Dude, well, this is gonna oh be a clip, God, so pumped. that's why I that's why I'm oh, throwing this no. out there. Why is it a clip? Because this is when you talk about liquor stores We're in the whiskey in industry, no. When you talk about liquor stores in the whiskey industry, it's always about allocation because yeah. everybody thinks that they're best friends with the owner. And do you have any yep. Blantons in the back? Because I'm important. So that's why I want this to be a clip because it doesn't right. work like that. You got Eagle Rare, friend. Yeah, it's that it's that picture I showed you guys. Right. <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, so realistically, what is it like? All right. So first things first, there is a thing called being friends with the owner, right? Mm-hmm. So my dad and, you know, again, being a family business, we have genuine friends that are from our neighborhood that we've been – that my dad's been friends with forever. And he knows that, you know, if I sell this to, you know, Bob for, you know, the regular MSRP of a product, right, then he's going to enjoy it or he's going to give it to one of his clients for for his job, right? And you're making him happy – and you're helping a friend who actually shops at mm-hmm. Addie's and or Lexi's exclusively, right? And then you have people that we call them hoppers. Nope. Unrelated. Yeah. To, uh, unrelated to Clonic Hilton that, That's a good hopper. Yeah. Um, but they're, you know, they're frog they're jumpers. Yeah, yeah. So what they do is uh, they go to each store. They say, hey, what do you have in the back? And then they try to intimidate um, – the girls or the guys that are just regular store clerks that are closing the store. You know, they're not the people like myself or or my dad or Tim or one of our assistant managers. You know, we, you know, they're just the younger people that they're trying to intimidate and say, hey, you know, you got, you know, you got Buffalo Trace, right? You got Eagle, Eagle Rare, right? Or they try to kind of manipulate it. I have no issue with them going – with coming in and asking, hey, do you have anything like this? That's a fair question, right? You can go in and ask any liquor store any question about about that mm-hmm. or that question about any product. Um, it, it comes to how much of douchebags they are, right. right? So you have the ones that come in and they say, hey, what do you have in the back? And expect us to, you know, get them, you know, the Pappy or the Blantons or whatever. And then we're like, I got nothing. And then they're like, oh, well, you know, I see, you know, we have it, you know, what we have like a box, right? That is because, you know, when you walk in or when you check out, you know, we give you boxes like every other liquor store does. And we have a box of Buffalo Trace, right? And they say, oh, I see a Buffalo Trace box there. Um, Where's your Buffalo Trace? Well, we sold out of it. "Uh, No, you didn't. Where is it? We're like, come on, man. Like, What are you trying to do here? Uh, they're also the ones that are trying to say, hey, you know, this price is too much. What can you do for us? Or what can you do for me? You know, you able to hook me up with a deal. You know, you know, I'm, you know, I'm one of your good customers. And I'm just like, 
I've never seen you here before, man. Right. You know, and then you have, and let's assume those guys are just genuinely trying to drink them or keep them for, you know, their son's graduation, whatever the case may be. Then you have the worst ones, and they're the ones that are trying to flip. Those are the flippers. The flippers are the ones that are going in and they say, all right, I'm going to buy this, 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 grab it all off the shelf. And then you see it online for about four, five, six thousand dollars, whatever, and then ruining the entire bourbon market, right? Or whiskey market, I should say, but typically it's a bourbon market. So because of those flippers, us and every other retailer put our prices up for these bourbons, right? And we say, okay, so instead of you guys flipping it, we're going to make the money that you guys are going to be making anyways. You didn't go through the process of having a liquor license, bringing in, bringing in all these bourbon skews, bringing in all these different um, products just to get these allocations for the Pappy, for the Blantons, for the Eagle Rare, for the E.H. Taylors, et cetera, right? Because you don't just get allocations of Pappy. It's a – honest to God, it is a goddamn nightmare. And this is the toughest thing of my job is – Hey, well, great. You know, this kid gets to drink wine and spirits all day while ordering booze. No, it's like I actually have to – I sit down with my rep every Monday and we spend about 30, 40 minutes, no joke, no exaggeration, getting all these different items that, the, that this distributor sells and picking out of X amount while still being within a budget and getting all these different SKUs and – making sure that they still fit in our budget and our price point to where it's able to be able to be sold on a bourbon shelf or a bourbon blowout shelf, depending on the situation. Right. Just to hopefully get a higher allocation of pappies, of plantains, of whatever it is, right? I don't think people understand really how allocation works. It's not like there's... I'm a retailer. I've been doing this my whole life. I don't even know. Yeah. Well, it's not like Tyler has boxes and boxes of Pappy in the back. Mm -hmm. It's in order to get an allocated product, you have to basically prove your worth to that distributor Mm -hmm. so they know that they can trust you with the – or they want to basically bless you with the allocation of Pappy. Like it's not just you order it and you get it in. It's a little bit more legal than that, but yes. that's that's, Honest to God, that's really what it is at at the – So to your local liquor store, don't go in there and demand that they show you what they have in the back Mm -hmm. because chances are it's not there. So that's kind of a joke in the the bourbon industry is like we always make fun of that person because they walk in and they're like, what do you have in the back? I know you got Pappy. But it does happen very frequently. And don't be that person. We all know nobody likes you. No. And it was interesting too. Like here's a perfect example. We – I, we swung in for for work, right? But I every time we show up early for everything mm-hmm. because we're nuts. But it's a it's to our benefit because it gives us like seven minutes. Yeah, check out the shelf, see what's in, and prohibition style from Old Forester came in, yep. and it was the first time in a long time. And I'm like, I haven't seen this, not only here but like anywhere because there's a liquor store around the corner from my house. I that still you don't go to because you. I still drive twenty to minutes to go to Addie's to buy booze. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like it's like it makes sense yeah. for me because I'm I'm just I'm it's all about loyalty, right? Yeah. This is loyalty, and I seen Prohibition style, and I was like, I can't say no to that. 
Like yeah. I, I yeah. have to buy that because I also know what it is, and I know there's 15 dudes <laughs> after me that are going to buy it. Yep. Because of what it is, and I'm like, that's that's it. Like I just, you just, you just grab it. You just grab it off the shelf. And I was so happy you had it. But when I asked you, I'm like, dude, you got this in, and your response was like. For now, yeah, and I was like, uh huh, and, and like <laughs> yeah. I'm actively grabbing it's, it while talking to you because I understand it's not it's not going to be around. They're gone like that. And how much do you have now? None. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's and it's. I'm, I literally don't even have a bot on the back. Yeah, it's on the shelf in my basement, unopened because yeah. I understand like what it is. Like it's just one of those things. And the same thing happens with Eagle Rare. Yeah. Buffalo Trace started playing games for a little bit. Lagavulin obviously is going to have the nick off from it releases. Blanton's. So just don't be that guy. Right. Yeah, literally don't. And, and every liquor store, honestly, we all know who you guys are, and they all we, talk. We all like there's rep or there's like some people there, that I I text all the time, and like we're all friends. We all know who it is, and we all just hey, you know, Derek just came into to the store, and guess what he was asking for, and then you know you know my friend whoever who I'm not going to say she says hey. It, did, was he looking for this? Because he just right. came into into here, and like we were just laughing. Just don't be an obnoxious, obnoxious bourbon hunter because nobody wants that. Just don't do yeah. it. There's other it's, ways to get the product, yeah. right? It's called be a good person, right? Correct. And don't, don't litter. litter. We're out. We're out. Well, that being said, Tyler, we're at an hour and forty five minutes. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Because this is our longest one yet. I think this is the longest interview we've ever had. Anything else you want to add besides mellow corn? All right, two things. Yep. One. Uh, the newer, uh, I'm sorry, the Jack, uh, Eric Church. Yeah. Is that still got stuff in it? No. no. Fuck you. I know. We finished that a while ago. For, we we have gift. some, that was we have some Ellicottville distilling rye though. Damn. <laughs> All right, let's do it some mellow corn and then we can be out, eh? <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> Jesus. Why do you want mellow corn? Mellow corn's not bad. For the memes. It's really not bad. <laughs> Screw top. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, no, we're good. I don't think we can do your uh, your wine right now. No, I just realized that. Yeah, you guys can do that on another wine Wednesday review. Yeah. Well, small, we'll, small, small, small. Well, we'll uh, pack up right now. Yeah. But Tyler, as always, thank you so much for your partnership. Boom thank home. you for your friendship. Absolutely. Thank you for everything that you've done for us. If you haven't checked out Addie's, go check out Addie's. Download their app at Addie's Wine. Find Wine and Spirits app on the Google Playground Play Store and the Apple App Store. <laughs> you can check it out. Download it. Check out all their prices. They don't have any more Lagavulin left. Don't go in there asking for anything from the back because I can guarantee you Tyler doesn't have it. He already gave it to us because he loves us. But go pick up a bottle, honestly, of Clinic Guilty Big Ditch Collaboration because it is very good. If you like that chocolatey note with that very friendly Clinic Guilty typical taste, you have to try this out. We went to the party recently. You guys are unfortunately aren't seeing this. You're seeing this after the party. But oh, go check sucks. that out because this is fantastic, and you really need to grab yourself a bottle of this. Uh, but, Tyler, honestly, thank you so much for everything that you do for us. Absolutely. We really appreciate your friendship. Thank you. And we can't wait for round three. Hey, absolutely. Round three with my dad, for sure. Love that. Right? Absolutely. Please. Yeah. Please. Cheers, man. Hey, thank go you. Sabres, right? Go Sabres.
about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.